Hello and welcome to another Eventia Modern Commerce Talk session. As usual, I'm your host, Jack Stratton from Insider Trends, and I'm delighted to be joined today by Lawrence Greenway from Miracle, who are a global leader in marketplace technology. Um, and Lawrence himself is a platform strategy consultant. The reason we've got uh, we've got Lawrence on today is that we're focusing um, on marketplaces. We've got a couple of talks about them. I think marketplaces for me have one, been one of the most interesting, uh, I guess, kind of booms or accelerations um, of the pandemic. Um, it seems like there's been a real, there's been a real kind of tipping point for um, online marketplaces. A lot of brands, uh, businesses, B2B and B2C are starting to realise um, the potential um, in uh, in marketplaces for so many different reasons. Um, and Lawrence, what, what I wanted to kick off this one about really is thinking about vision, um, because it's apparent to me that, that partly what's happening is in, in this massive increase in lots of people thinking about marketplaces and creating them is that actually perhaps more important than anything there needs to be a really distinct vision in order to make sure that that new marketplace is somehow clearly different to other ones that exist because clearly um you know uh, that is going to be more important than almost anything else so really my question to you is what kind of questions um should brands be asking when they're defining their marketplace vision um yeah so i think it's as you, as you said, there's there's a lot of marketplaces. Um, some have been around for a very long time. Uh, you, you know, the likes of Amazon's, Alibaba's, etc. Globally, massive players. Um, but if you look at the top 100 marketplaces today um, across the globe, uh, over 50% of those have launched in the last six or seven years. Uh, and what we're seeing now is a real proliferation of of marketplace not just at that generalist level with the large um, multi-category, multi-brand offerings like the likes of Amazon would bring, um, but are actually seeing marketplaces appearing in the verticals um, where they can combine the e-commerce and industry knowledge that you get from a verticalized retailer um, with the scale and breadth of offering that you get from marketplace uh, as a business model. And so I think if the, the important questions you, you need to ask when looking at how you can adopt the marketplace model are, um, how can we find a niche where we as a, a brand, whether that be a retail brand, whether that be a, uh, we've seen direct to consumer uh, brands as well going for this, we're seeing large B2B organizations, manufacturers, et cetera, whichever type of organization you are, identify what your specific niche is going to be, and then try to ask the question of, what is our value proposition as a marketplace operator to both the sellers who are gonna come and sell on our marketplace and to the customers who are gonna be positioning the, the products to. Um, and once you can define that clear niche and then also your value and the value of a marketplace uh, within that niche, um, you can start to evaluate whether it's going to be a, a good idea. Um, you know, a, a good a good pressure test for this is if if you find that the value proposition for one of those parties doesn't work. For example, for the for you as an operator, you can make a lot of money, and for customers, it's great because you can have a large range and you know a good service. But for sellers, maybe it's unprofitable for them to sell on that marketplace. You're going to struggle to attract the sellers you need to make that scale, and so. 
it's a simple three-legged stool um, and yeah, making sure that the value propositions are clear is a, is the great place to start building your vision. And um, on that note as well, um, yeah, I, I can imagine something that probably a lot of kind of a lot of novices that enter this idea of, of building your own marketplace. It's something that maybe passes people by the fact that you really need to think about the proposition to sellers. It's probably quite easy to assume that that happens organically if the marketplace is great you know you build it and the customers will come and everything else falls into place um so what you know how how does that fit with with with, with the vision what what do you kind of advise brands businesses um what, what kind of things can they do to make sure they are also attracting sellers and not just the customers yeah, so I, I, a really nice example of this um, is, as, as a company that's doing a really good job of this, is actually Next. Um, so they market themselves to brands um, now. They have been building on, they built themselves, not to, they've transformed from the in-store retail business that they were 10, 20 years ago to now a digital, digital predominant business. And within that, the fastest growing part of their business is their marketplace. And they're attracting lots of brands to come and work with them because they market their their role as being their most pro, the most profitable route to market for brands when trying to sell more directly to consumers. Uh, and so their clear their their value proposition is clear to those brands. They have a, you know a large infrastructure. They can also help to facilitate things like marketing. They can help to facilitate uh, fulfillment as well. But really, their main goal as a marketplace is to be the most profitable route to market for any brand that's looking to work with them. And that's that's the kind of thing which you can really um, hang on. So a different example could be if you have a very specific customer base and a very strong brand within a particular niche or sector, then you know, if you're competing for sellers who are, say, already selling on Amazon, you could say, well, Amazon's a diluted customer base. Um, there's a lot of products and a lot of sellers on there. We will pick the best sellers uh, and you'll get access to the best customers. And so, yeah, there's, it, it just depends on where you're positioning your marketplace. Um, but the, the way to go about it is, is like, like Next have done or uh, like, like I've just said there, find a, uh, a differentiator for you and your marketplace versus other channels that those sellers could use. Yeah, and for that reason, is it fair to say that actually marketplaces, I suppose it's possible for some people watching this or reading about marketplaces to think that maybe this is something that maybe only works for businesses of a certain size. But actually, is it fair to say that this really could work for really niche businesses, newer businesses, smaller businesses? Actually, it, it can work. In fact, in some ways, maybe it could be even better because like you say, as opposed to the kind of, all-encompassing marketplace one of the strengths of a niche one can be that you can collect together a really um really focused group of sellers and buyers yeah i think i think that it's it's very interesting to see if you are a large business with an existing e-commerce base and an existing customer base i think you always going to be an advantage um because you can build on that scale build on that brand launch a marketplace and and grow very quickly I think where we see larger businesses struggling is a uh, marketplace can um, be perceived, although it, it, in, you know, if, if you look at things like the Miracle Marketplace Index, um, 
you, it is, there's a perception that marketplaces can cannibalize existing sales. We see the opposite of that happening. We see marketplaces being a real accelerator of the existing business that you have. But what we find is that a lot of businesses who have uh, already a strong e-commerce presence um, in a traditional retail model, for example, will get in their way a little bit and, um, and will stem the, the growth of the marketplace. And so there is an advantage in smaller businesses. Um, I'd take an example like Mano Mano, for example. They, uh, they are a French um, marketplace. They do DIY. Um, and then they've grown in, I think, six years. They're now across most of Europe. Um, they exceeded their uh, growth targets of their turnover. Uh, last year, they were targeting 1 billion. I think they hit nearly 1.3. Um, and so they're really starting to uh, to take over that DIY space and they've come from nowhere. So if you can find a great value proposition where maybe other other retailers are you know, uh, a little slow to the digital party, then there's definitely room to run there and you won't get in your way if you're a small player. But if you're a large player, you have all of the benefits that you could possibly need to launch a large marketplace. Um, it's just about making sure that you are adopting it from the top down and making sure that it's not something that's just tacked onto the side. It's really a company-wide initiative. Mm, so interesting. And just, I suppose, to wrap up, what would be your, um, for anyone starting to consider marketplace as an option or even just thinking of it as a more distant kind of idea for them, what would be your one kind of takeaway for them in terms of vision, something that you, you would say they should focus on first and foremost and getting the right vision for creating? their own marketplace? I think the focus for me would be to set a vision that is ambitious enough. Um, I think marketplace and, and platform business models really enable you to go for the, the big play um, and being ambitious enough is, is the important part. Um, because you aren't held back by some of the more traditional, you're not having to build warehouses, for example, you're not having to uh, if you don't want to, you're not having to build fulfillment networks, etc. You're really using uh, the infrastructure that already exists and relying on third parties and building an ecosystem. And so when building that vision, have a, have a strong ambition for it and also um, make sure you're tapping into an ecosystem that's going to facilitate that, that vision that you have. Um, so, yeah, definitely as, as the bigger the better is our, our view when it comes to ambitions. Awesome. Thanks so much, Lawrence. Um, that's all we've got time for for this latest Modern Commerce Talk. Um, my thanks to Lawrence Greenway from Miracle. Um, and we will be back again with another one soon. Thanks very much.